welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. It was an episode of baiting and switching and fishing and adding to the poll. So is the easy vote always the best game move? <laughs> it's time to talk all things Survivor 43. And joining me once again is someone who loves playing the poll game. Miss Felicia, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm doing well. How about you? Um, when was the last time you played the poll game? <laughs> um, a couple days ago. A couple nights oh, ago, I should say, actually. <laughs> wow, lucky you. Well, thank you. I've had a dry spell for a very long time. <laughs> Sad. Sorry. Life sucks. I, I foresee the poll game in your future. Listen, as long as I get to the UK for DragCon, so do I. <laughs> I'm not naming that. names, but I got, I got an option. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, baby. Wow, friends, we're really starting off this one with um, Dirty Minds, Dirty Minds. But hey, if you listen to Jeff Probst talk about this challenge, um, he is horny. <laughs> he loves a good pull on a ball. He sure darn does. What I don't love is stupid players. And wow, this season. Um, haven't they learned anything by watching the last two seasons? You got to make the big moves when you have the chance. You got to make the big moves because it's going to haunt you. And I can't wait to watch it fall back in their face. Yeah. Now you were here early in the season. You're here in midpoint. How are you feeling so far? Um, So far it's good. This was, I think my least favorite episode of the season. Yeah. probably. But I've been liking it so far. Um, I like the people we got here. Um, Good dynamics. Yeah, everyone seems to be a, a fairly fun person. A lot of contenders for I'm going to come back and play a second time because I'm not going to win. Yeah. Um, I just don't like some of these moves. Mm-hmm. Let's go into it. Let's the do music it. is ominous. And for those knuckleheads on Vessi who made a big move, Tribal Council went well. They voted out Dwight. It was Team Coco and Sammy who jumped on board as well. And Cody was surprised. I mean, I was surprised. I mean, tell us why, Sam. Sam, you're the man. Well, Sammy will tell Janine that he understands if she didn't, doesn't want to talk to him again, as it was the second tribal in a row where she was blindsided, but explains to her and Owen that they have to understand that Jesse and Cody are flipping. So Dwight was going to go home regardless. He had to do it to save himself. Fine. I respect that move. Yeah, me too. Janine was a worst case scenario for her as she not only lost an ally, she had given Dwight her idol to hold on to. She was on such a high that everything slipped through her fingers. She blacked out when his torch got snuffed and she feels like such an idiot that her idol went home in Dwight's crotch. I'm glad she like really f- made sure we knew it was in his crotch. Yeah. Not his pants, good, not his Good pocket, imagery. His crotch. I have to say the new, um, what's the name of the advantage, the steel, an advantage one? Knowledge is power. 
Yeah, knowledge is power. It like adds a super interesting dynamic where you don't want to hold on to your own. Does it, or is it continuing to just burn people? Well, that 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 part. As I said last week (laughs) on the podcast, now we've learned: do not give your shit to anybody. Yeah, hold on to it. That's the new game. Yeah, I mean the the thing is keep it a secret. Literally, don't tell people because not. I mean, because it seems like everyone just knows about everyone else. This season's a little harder with how the advantage went around, where you had to get the beads. So like everyone kind of knew, especially yeah, yeah, situation. Well, she says to Sammy that he broke her heart, to which he tells her no one wanted to consider working with her or with her idol in the game. That's harsh, bro. You're mean. You're showing yeah. your 19-year-olds. <laughs> like You're young. But she has no numbers, no immunity, and no idea of how to pick up the pieces. Now, Sammy will try to fix things with Noelle as he tells her that Dwight had Janine's idol. She then tells James, who tells Cassidy and Carla, Gaga Tondra, we're just telling everybody, baby. Everyone's telling everybody everything. Loose lips. Now everyone believes that Janine's idol got flushed on accident. Cody will tell us that it was common knowledge that James had the advantage. So in a panic mode, everyone was moving around advantages and idols, and we know that Dwight walked out with Janine's idol, right? Right. Jesse will tell Sammy and James that the last, last thing he heard was in the shuffle that it went into Dwight's pocket, but the high-fiving is not accurate as the idol is actually in jesse's pocket wow wild wow how did this happen well dwight was panicking and gave it to jesse who had plans to vote him out anyway so this was just icing on the cake now for jesse he already has his idol as well and he hasn't asked for it back what the fuck people oh no it's crazy that janine doesn't even like know where her idol is no one knows i mean give jesse the fucking credit right now he is yeah no totally totally he's he's playing a really strong game for me and the fact that like this far multiple people been like yes you are the person who needs to hold on to the idol that's a good social game truth truth I wish I could be that person for people, but I don't think I ever would. No be. one would trust me like that. <laughs> Nor James. James believes that I will be back in circulation and will warn that he can't take it. As Jesse says, knowledge is power. And with the advantage floating around, Jesse will keep his idol to himself and make moves that no one will see coming until it's too late. I hope he does. I, I hope he does. I love this shocker by the editors to really keep us on our toes and make yeah, Jesse true. look like a contender. I just wonder how it will be played out or if this is all fluff and it's not going to be a factor moving forward it's just to know where the pieces are and know why no one's going to find an extra idol that should be out in circulation we'll see we'll see um because at this point like jesse's not going anywhere he's not a threat and he's so insulated with trust yeah he's strong he doesn't need to play either of them well maybe he can use it for someone else we'll see which is true which is true it's the next morning. We're going to watch Cassidy and Janine Bond as they make their tribal flag. We love handprints. Did you ever make something with your friends with your handprints? Yeah, definitely some turkeys. Turkeys? Oh my like, God. That's you so like cute. add the little. The... Yeah. yeah. So for me and my stage managers in college, we in our stage management office, everyone after their first year would put their hands on the, on the wall and there would be a whole thing of everyone's uh, uh legacy there and i believe 
it's now a classroom and it's gone. Uh, so I don't exist bad. at Boston University anymore. Bad uh, times. Anyway, this is also <laughs> going to give us a bonding moment where we have a discussion about language and how Jesse doesn't speak Spanish as he didn't meet his dad who does until he was 14. His dad's parents speak only Spanish. And when he met them, the only thing that he understood was, I love you. How sweet. Damn. Owen shares that he had to teach himself Korean during the pandemic. Why? Well, he is adopted as his parents are white. He didn't grow up with Korean culture and had rejected it for some time. How's about a flashback? To who? Owen! What? We're going to get a flashback <laughs> moment. Oh, I thought you were saying that was like a fl- Continue, sorry. He was adopted when he was four months old from Korea as Owen Knight is not particularly a Korean name. He had a wonderful life with amazing parents, but being Asian was what made him different. All he wanted to do was to fit in and be a regular kid and get the same haircut. He was isolated, and he's feeling the game is feeling like he did as a child, as he's been left out of the two travels in a row. He says it's hard to not blame himself and wonder what is wrong with him. He was not on the bus and thought the numbers were going in the right direction. He feels like he did on the playground, asking people to play with him, but no one wants to. Was that you in kindergarten? Um, I am also adopted by white people, so I definitely <laughs> agreed uh, or related a lot to that story. But the question is, were you the cool kid on the playground or were you the one who couldn't, oh, I, couldn't play I had a I had a good amount of friends. I didn't have trouble making friends. Oh, so you were Regina George? No, I was so nice. I was so fun. Sure, sure. (laughs) He compares making Final Tribal to getting into college. It's just not happening right now. He has a 1.7 GPA. His extracurriculars are in the toilet. He has no recommendation. Oh, 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 sorry. Um, He has to take time to breathe and reset. He is there to have fun and be his own personal journey he hopes he has room to maneuver and that there are others who feel left out and they can start an uprising now i watched this and i was like oh my god it's the end of dwight oh no we're getting his story because it's time to go bait and switch baby yeah i mean i feel like he would have been in trouble if oh absolutely he was gone he would have been yeah. gone now we have the bottom dwellers chatting. Janine doesn't understand how it flipped so quickly. Owen believes it was Cody and Jesse flipping because they were threatened by Dwight. Little does he know that it's really because his amigo Noel. Noel was left in the dark and she says shame on her. It's a kick and ass. But at the moment, the bottom dwellers have Owen, Janine, and Noel with Gabler. But Noel doesn't believe the seven who voted together will stay together as it never works out. First time for everything, right? I feel like they always say it never works out, but I feel like they're not in recent history is is what I think she's alluding to in the new version of Survivor. Like you are a fluid voting block week to week based on who wins a challenge and who is nice to you for a moment. That's true. Now, James is feeling pretty good and believes with the seven from last week, he thinks it can make take them very far. He's extremely happy. Jesse feels the seven who voted out Dwight are on the same page and will get to the seven and then guns ablaze and turn on each other. So who's next? Well, Cassidy thinks the next person should be a challenge threat. So James suggests Owen, who he believes is a kind of a snake. Why? No reason. James just needs an excuse. Then he's going to say that Owen doesn't have a backbone and he won't put his foot down and will just follow the numbers and believes that's dangerous in this game. 
Wow, James is a douche. Did not see Yeah, that I liked him at first, but this episode was... la- last few episodes, honestly. La- yeah, last episode Michael. not great. This episode, but especially like, this I hate one, him. I'm like, you're what are, what are you doing? He has strong opinions on who should go and wants Owen out as he voted for him two times. He doesn't trust him and wants to take the opportunity to vote him out. And that's why, okay, so that's more logical sense. Yeah. But don't put up that facade and like create a story and a narrative to other people. That's why he should go. Because it's right. not true. Because you say it's the wrong person, they're going to contradict you. Mm-hmm. It's day 16. Not much is going on. So we're going to talk. Are we about halfway that. through? How long is Survivor? 25 yeah, days? 27 30, days. 27 days. Okay. 7,000 days. I don't know. Um, we're going to talk about nothing here. And starting us off in the nothing chat is Carla, who will share her dream. <laughs> when you begin with, this is going to sound stupid, I can guarantee you it will. <laughs> Don't ever start a dream with, this is going to sound stupid. No, friends. And also, if you dream about me, tell me. I want to know. Please, someone dream about me. You heard the DMs are open. The DMs are always open. And if you have a naughty dream about me... You, asap i need to know okay <laughs> no she says that probes was there and it was an eating competition of a lot of chicken jeff had some of hers as he decided to make ramen so bitch is very hungry clearly <laughs> i would slay that challenge I love she chicken. then says that he crowd surf so he can get a selfie with them what the fuck? What kind of drugs is she on? <laughs> it's that survivor drug. Carl notes that they're all starving and talking about food, and yeah, that's what happens. Um, what's <laughs> you like do a, a probst and chicken? Have you ever had a probst related dream? Mm, yeah, I probably had a dream where I was like on Survivor. Oh, not a Jeff Probst sex dream. No, not yet. I don't need a dream. The pictures are <laughs> online. <laughs> all right what is ryan craving well he's craving two pepperoni stuffed crusts and then a burrito which will be wrapped with the pizza yeah bar he, fest he lost me there <laughs> sammy is going to be going full throttle ordering an appetizer and a regular entree and a dessert boom that's called dinner for me yeah, same. <laughs> he said i would go to a restaurant and get something off of every section i was like yeah that's kind of how it works gabler what's he hungry for nothing eating is a luxury (laughs) now he's going to show that he had a muffin top before coming out there but he hungry oh yes the wolf pack is hungry everyone is physically depleted now gabler was on the wrong side of the boat so he will try to curry favor by going fishing the biggest food provider on this team is ryan he loves to do it and is a physical beast in the water now, Ryan was obviously told as a kid that he would not walk and would be in a wheelchair, and now he's catching fish in the Fijian waters. As he catches a lot, I have to ask, is he the show's best fisherman, or is it still Rupert? I don't know the, the specs, so I can't make that call. If anyone knows how many fish were caught by both men, please let us know. I want to know. Also, Jeff Probst, I found you a new uh, TV show. Bass fishing. Survivor style. <laughs> like and the I guarantee singer, you there are people. But you fish. Yeah, I guarantee you there will be like people who watch it. I've been naughty. to um places that had fishing on their television. It's a sport. People watch it. 
don't know. It's so boring. It's like golf, watching golf. But at least everything is visible. You can't see the fucking fish. Yeah. I hate fishing. It's not my thing. I've done it a few times. It's all right, but... I almost I had like, well, I had a bad experience fly fishing with people with friends oh, yeah. and I got a right in my Ooh, life. Oh god! Not fun. I, I was never like, never get again, goodbye. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Um. So you why? won't be the fisherman when you go on Survivor. I probably won't even eat the fish. <laughs> oh, I don't like. Yeah, fish. I don't. I don't like fish before. either. That's a big reason why I have not applied for Survivor. Hmm. Now we're going to have all these triumphant moments from Ryan here. And it's like, wait, is this his bye-bye episode? It could be, or it could not be. I'm hoping. Ryan believes he could actually survive out there with, which is very cute. And he believes his family will be proud of him, which is also very cute. He's such a happy dopey dude. Yeah. Gabler will tell me he's a big guy and physically intimidating. Ryan's like, I hope people don't see me as a threat. Sir, sir, look in the mirror. They don't he have believes that since he's Ponderosa. That's true. He believes that since he's a nice guy and a provider and spends his calories getting other people food, being part of the seven, he can trust his alliance. They're going to keep him. Okay. So why are we getting this information all about food? Oh, well, you know, it's just a setup for the challenge, but we're going to get there in a second. Cody is going to feel good about the alliance. Carla does too. But Sammy, well, he's not sure where he falls in the seven. We are going to watch Sammy chat with Noel, who says he's not sure where the line is, and it would be stupid to say that's the final seven. He's playing to win, so he's trying to set himself up at 19 to win the game. He wants to be in control, make decisions, and not sit at the end and not be respected. So he tells his idea of the seven to four scenario to Janine and Owen and how it will leave him at the bottom. So he's talking to them, and they're one of the ideas of having the majority swinging in their way. They, they just need one person. Owen believes his game has hope now. Who will be the last person to turn the tables, though? Sammy thinks that Seven is sitting pretty on a sinking ship, but he has to act like he's part of the group. Otherwise, they will be suspicious. With Sammy, James will straight up say, oh, well, Owen, that's who we should go for. He's a flipper and he's dangerous. And again, I got to ask, is there proof? No, no. None. Owen's None. been like chill. He's just James is just a loudmouth trying to throw blame, but does Sammy believe it? Well, he thinks there are windows of opportunities, so he is ready to make his move. The game is getting crazier, the moves will be shadier and cutthroat. And where there is good players who survive, there are great players who thrive. I gotta say, I think Owen is Sammy's little puppet, and Sammy is playing a very good game. Um, he's at least self aware. Yeah, I wish he had like gone through with whatever he was planning today. Well, we're gonna get there because I think because I was I was pop. thinking that I was thinking that he's playing like a good game. He has like good control over everything. He he, he like, has like, good, good instincts. He just unfortunately yeah he just unfortunately has uh, certain people in his alliance that are um well James he is James that's yeah. the problem yeah yeah now. Let's head to the challenge where Jeffy is ready for some fun. In this challenge, they will balance a ball on a pole. At regular intervals, they will add it to the pole. If at any point their ball drops, they're out. Last person standing wins immunity. No. Jeff says it's day 16, and despite it being the early days, they've hit a marker. 
Jeff has enough rice in the bag for each player for four days, much longer if they ration it. He says to them, the established price for this rice in a new era is five players. James will ask for four, and Jeff's like, no, that's not how we do it. I was like, wait, 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 sir. It's always been four as your final answer. You always start with six, and then they go to three, and then they go to four, and that's it. Well, they didn't have shit up, or is he just being mean? They didn't have Angelina's amazing um farting skills this time. But even the last two seasons, which they've all watched, it was always four people. Always changing, always moving. Jeff's a liar. He lied to them. He didn't tell them nothing. Jeff says his negotiating approach as this will be the last and only day it will cost them five players as will be more expensive tomorrow. Does that mean six players or it's like five players plus a guitar? They don't want to find I don't like this to be honest. Maybe Jeffy's mad. Why is he being cruel? I don't know. He doesn't need to get down on their level. He said four is the asking price. Or five. (laughs) Sammy will sit out. Carla says her finger is busted, so she's going to sit out. Jesse is out. James agrees to sit out. One more. Well, James tells Owen that he's yo yo Owen, protected. You're good. You're good. <laughs> and sir, I see what you did there. Oh, you're a sneaky sneakerson. Uh, yeah. The final person would be Cassidy. Did you expect it to be this five? Yeah, they all feel super. These are the ones who I look at, and like they obviously feel very comfortable. I thought comfortable. I thought Mr. Dedicate a minute to every single person he's ever met and every state he's never been to was gonna sit out. Who's that? Gabler. Oh, oh, Gabler. No, you don't need the food. He already told you that. But he did tell us that he's depleted. He is hungry. Yeah, of course. That's so. Sammy says that it's crazy that they've all come out there wanting to compete, but the deterioration of them is getting to them. If it is them tonight, they will be ready. It, so be it. They want to give up their spot so the rest of the tribe has a little more in their stomachs. Um, is he speaking for the group or is he speaking for himself? He's speaking for himself. Yeah, that's what I thought. Would you sit out? No. Would you do well in this challenge? I think I have a chance at this challenge. Oh, so if so, that's why you won't sit out because you think you'd win. Yeah, and because I'm not gonna sit out. Friends, do you think we should just have a survivor um, block talk and like make Miss Felicia do this challenge? I've done like I've I've balanced toilet paper before, and I've done decent in that challenge. I did not win, but I I was up for a minute. That's fair. All right, well, the challenge is on, and everyone does fine. Easy peasy round one. Next round adds a poll, and Jeff reminds them it's a live transition where not only do you have to add to the poll, you have to lower your hand. Yeah, Jeff, just lower that hand. <clears throat> Seems easy, right? So far, so good. We're going to get to round three where everyone's going to make the transition, right? Nope, Janine, Noel, out. And once again, Jeff's like, the women are out, just the men. <laughs> Why do we got to bring gender into this? It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Jeff, you are the one who has to stop doing that. Yeah. We are doing so well with this casting initiative. And this season is about to break it with the amount of women going out and the fact that Jeff cannot keep separating the genders. Yeah. We got to stop it. Agreed. Okay. It's down to Cody, Ryan, Owen, and Gabler, a.k.a. the men. 
time to add a poll. What happens now? Well, they can't look down. They have to keep their eyes on the prize. James is asking for Owen to drop, but it's Gabler who will not succeed. He is out. We're down to three in this next round, and it's time to add another poll. And Jeff says, you should be strategic. You either go early or you wait to see if anyone drops. I mean, no. <laughs> that was the Why are you thing. telling them why what would, to do? But also, why would you wait to see if someone else drops? Because you definitely will still have to you still have, have to do your it. poll on by the next I agree. I think you got to play your own game. Like you cannot focus on the other people and you can't, what are you supposed to do? Look at them? No, you're keeping your eye on the ball. You got Jeffrey, you're fucking trying to sabotage them. And and then they do drop, but then you also get eliminated because you didn't have your pull on the thing. Exactly. Whatever. Okay. Ryan's in, Cody's in, Owen's in, easy peasy. Well, we're going to see these polls tilt a little bit. And Jeff says, that's a lot of pull. Yeah. So much pull. Ryan can't even handle it. Ooh. Um, he's out what did we think was this the one where he was resting his head against it stupid idiot I was surprised that was like allowed but also yeah that was like <laughs> literally because unless you're like doing it to your head like it's gonna lean man right it is down to Cody oh and showdown time and I see what this episode edit is doing we have an underdog edit to watch mm-hmm. we love an underdog we're going to watch some movement, but they wrote, both reached the next section of the poll. And at this point, I was like, how you do this? I really don't get it because like, you're at the point now where you're actually about to touch the table with a poll. So you got to be really secure here. Yeah. Cody looked really strong too. Mm-hmm. Ryan's going to predict that someone will fall here. Cody starts his addition first as Owen reaches for his section of poll. Owen will lock in, but Cody will drop. Owen wins immunity. Clutch performance, ain't it? So See, good. there's that strategy of what right of what Honestly, Jeff said. Wait, else goes no, no. He wouldn't have won that if James hadn't been like your protected bro. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that put the fire under his ass. I think. Yeah, it was it really, really, crazy, really, really silly. You know. Um, but we're gonna hear Owen talk about the old school legends of the game, like Colby and Terry Dietz and Kelly Wigglesworth getting that necklace as a kid, and he just wanted to be like them. If you were going to reference any old school players, who would, who would be your like Titans? Parv, Todd. Yeah. yeah you, you don't, you don't like pirating? I don't. Oh. I don't like manipulative people. Anyone but Amanda. I can't stand her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those would be my like old school. Good choices. Now, Gabler believes that he, Noel, and Janine are in the hot seat. He's just trying to find safe harbor so he can move forward. (laughs) Now, it's scramble time, folks. After Owen is congratulated, he says that it's a sigh of relief as he voted incorrectly the past two tribals, and whether it's seven versus four, he knows no matter what, he's toward the bottom. Owen will note that he felt that James was patronizing for saying he was safe. This gave him a little extra fire to win, and he knows it's temporary, so now it's time to find his footing and find the numbers. I don't I think you. James is going <laughs> to do well. because I watched the episode. <laughs> I, I um, really think I they're can't making stand, James look I like a I can't stand James. He yeah. seems, and also, after this, he got to go to an ENT because there's no way he does not have nodes or polyps or something because he speaks in multiple... Like in overtones, it's wild. He is gravel in his throat. Yeah, it's really. I 
am a recovering nodeaholic. Just kidding. I have nodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and hearing it like hurts. It triggers it me, hurts, like, yeah. honestly. <laughs> Ryan. Sweet, sweet Ryan. He's going to tell the group that he's going to go fishing for 30 minutes to an hour, but he wants to talk to everyone and get things situated. If I heard that in that moment, I would have said, shut up, you're gone. Literally, literally. Like, and he was not gone for 30 minutes to an hour. He was literally Two gone hours. the whole time they had to strategize. Now, Ryan will tell the group it should be Janine since Owen is immune. He believes that she has nothing as she would have sat out if she did. I want to know where was Janine during this because right? it seems like they like got back to the beach and he was like, Hey y'all like Janine, right? Cool. I'm going to go fishing. But I also think his assessment was just inaccurate. Like if she had an idol, she still could have competed because she didn't feel safe. Yeah. But he's a meathead. Believe what and you you'd want to, you'd want to like hide it. Right. Ryan's going to relay the information of Janine as the target to Sammy, Carla, and Noel, confirming to them, and then Gabler is good with the vote as well. He thinks Janine is smart mind for puzzles and can be use that smart mind to slide under the radar. Sure, but does that, that make her a threat? Exactly. No. Boom. Ryan wants a unanimous vote, and it only took him 15 minutes to do so. Now he wants to go fish for two hours to show that rice is nice, but fish is a little bit better. Oh, I would not like him out there. Yeah, he would annoy me too. I would have been down to vote him out today. The only way I would allow him to stay is if he said, Michael, I will be your little spoon. And I'd say, okay, fine. Yeah, stay, please. (laughs) Yeah, he's really cute. (laughs) Cody will tell Jesse that Janine is the right choice because she can align with anyone. He wants to have a simple vote for the Alliance of Seven. Sammy and Cody are painting their boat, and Sammy wants to screw up the operations and make a move and break away and move on his own. He's like, yes, we're getting there. This is fun. He's going to tell Janine that it's her as Ryan is targeting her, so he says they need to vote for Ryan. Time to get more people on board. Yes, let's go. Let's go. Come on. Sammy thinks if it's Ryan, it will ease the damage control with the group as he turns on him. No one is tight, has tight bonds with him except the fish. But do the fish really have a tight bond with him since he's catching them for food? <laughs> Probably not. I don't think so. Now, Samuel asks Carla a serious question and asks how she feels about flipping on Ryan. She says it's an individual game now, and though it, he is Coco, she don't mind. All right, all right, this is a good sign. She's excited to possibly blindside Ryan because it's a great move and a strong move as it gets a strong guy out, and it might be questionable for some of the blinds, but it's okay. So Carla will tell James about the Ryan plan. He seems to be cool to swap. All right, we're making moves. We're making moves. Carla will essentially mock him in confessional as he says, where's the kid? Fishing? Strategize, bro. She don't care about no fish. Now, Noelle, she's on board to go for Ryan. Jesse seems to be down. And now we have Cassidy and Janine chatting on the beach. They bond even more. Cassidy wants Ryan to go as he's been after her for a long time. Oh my God, this is great, right? Janine, not ready to bargain or succumb to the majority. She wants to secure a shift in the game that there are enough votes to get Ryan out. Oh my God, this is going great. Now, Owen's going to ask James what the vote is. And he's like, oh, it's okay if it's Janine. But James is like, no, it's Ryan. Well, oh my God, look at the switch. This is fascinating. This is interesting. Now in the bro chat, Cody seems to feel that it is an obvious vote and won't budge on Janine. Oh, how I want this to bite him in the ass so fucking badly. James will say, yeah. Okay, fine. We can execute that another time. Let's just go with the numbers we have. And I was like, 
between Cody and like, James. What you what? two fucked it all up, literally. And also, like all Cody said was like, uh, I don't think so. And then everyone was like, Oh yeah, like you're right, Cody. Like yeah, totally. Like what? I think it was because no one wanted to be the one to push back on it. Yeah, of course. But also, they didn't need Cody or James. Like exactly, they shouldn't have even brought them in. I don't think. No, they should have said, fine, go vote for Janine. The rest of us have it on Ryan. We're fine. Yeah. The only problem is, does Janine have have anything up her sleeve? Well, Cody wants to stick to the plan as Janine is scary. And I was like, what game are you watching? Why is she scary? A little girl who fucked up her chin. How is she scary? (laughs) She has a gnarly stab on her chin. I guess that's it. James has now flipped back as the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know and Ryan is guaranteed vote for him as he trusts him. Fine, I believe it. I understand that. But you want to make a resume? That's not how you do it. No, I don't. James will pose Janine again to Carla and Cassidy and Carla has to be non-committal here, but Cassidy will stick her foot down and say that it's not even a big threat and it's a vote they can use later. She wants to get more immediate threats out and will question James who he wants to bring to the finals because bringing strong guys to the end, it's not helping his game. And it's the first person to actually say to James that you're not getting my vote if you do this. Cassidy will pose the idea of it being frustrating to see girls get knocked out one by one. And she says this to Carla, who is frustrated. But again, Carla's in a tough spot because if James is not budging, she has to go with the one where she has more numbers guaranteed. And James is like, Janine may be athletic. And I was like, Mr. Stop. You have seen her in how many competitions up at this point? You have your answer whether she's athletic right, or not. Right, right. You're very bad at this game, James. The I excuses. Mean, he's, keep, he's keeping the people he wants to keep. I, as an, if I were aligned with him, I would be like, I don't even know what to trust out of you anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think they should have just voted against James and Cody. Hey, that would be that would have been a fucking move. Yeah. Now, Cassie is very adamant that Ryan has been after her and she wants him gone as she can't trust him and he is a threat in challenges. She wants the women to have the momentum moving forward. She does not think Ryan would have her back compared to Janine. Meanwhile, Gabler, ah, uh, yeah, he wants to vote in the right direction and Samuel will tell him that they still don't have, know how to vote. But Cassie is ready to fight for her game. It's time to rock the boat. I feel like watching this whole segment here, the producers always, always have to give you multiple options of who can go home because you never want it to be an easy vote. Of course. And when they do know it's an easy vote, they have to make a story happen. Yeah. Maybe it was just me being so giddy and excited that, oh my God, Ryan's going. That yeah, that's what I wanted to happen, happen too. Yeah. And it was I, easy enough to make it happen too. Exactly. But I guess it just wasn't in the cards. Well, we're going to head to the Tribal Council of Stupid Decisions. Jeff will bring up the unique social contract that is signed and executed by the players. He wants to know what the rules are. Jeff, you're watching the show, you know. Gabler says it's been a relationship game, and when you step outside of it, you get cracked into line, so you have to be subtle, and with every tribal council, you learn more about the social constructs and the borders that get crossed. Carla agrees that there is some subtlety, but at the same time, you can't be subtle the entire game. How will people know what moves you're making, and how will the jury know who to vote for? I think that was a very smart and pointed response from her. 
because this yeah. is now officially the jury portion of the game. You are pleading your case to these people. True, true. You got to make moves. Um, you got to make moves that are known. And I think this would be like the moment, whoever's in the final, if Cody's there, you say, Cody wanted to keep Janine here, uh, get rid of Janine and keep Ryan here. He didn't make a big move. That was an easy move. Why would you give him a, a boost here? This was terrible. Ryan thinks this season they are comfortable enough to say slow down at playing in the game, but people are trying to step back and enjoy what's around them. And I'm like, you are clueless. You're the only one who's doing that. And they were about to vote you out, you dumbass. Yeah. True. <laughs> Owen thinks that not everyone is swimming for three hours, but he stupidly tried to jump in front of the bus so Dwight didn't get run over. So at this point, he's fine being in the way back of the bus. He just wants to be on the bus this time. Now I'm going to ask you again. We, we know that you were Mr. Popular in um, school. Where did you sit in the bus? Did you have your like assigned seat? I'm from New York, so I was taking the train, the subway. Oh, that's boring. I guess. Yeah, I, I, never, I, I never rode a school bus. Never? I mean, for like a school trip and stuff. Did you sit in the back or did you have to sit wherever? I didn't have to sit at the back of the bus, no. You didn't wear a crown and say, I am king. Is the back of the bus the best place to be? Oh, yeah. Isn't it the most bumpy, though? Exactly. That's the fun part. I just wanted to be around my friends, you know. And that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Sammy says the last, people, last two people didn't know they were going home. So there's a lot of game being played and lots of conversations being had. And he says there are, they're all playing, but they're all being played differently. He's very in tune. He is very astute to this game. And he is very good at not revealing what he's going to do, but giving enough that if he needs to say, I did something, he can give you the answer. Yeah, totally. I like him. Cassidy says that her game may be subtle, but that doesn't mean she's not making big moves. She's trusting, keeping trust with the people she wants to work with. And knowing the result, I was like, oh my God, she really thought that was going her direction this week. Was she the other vote? Yeah. Oh. James says there are a lot of lines wow. being drawn. Each day a new line can be drawn, and you're just making sure that you're drawing the right line and move forward. Janine says there is a culture established, but just as easy to opt into it. It can easily just change and shift, and you have to go with the flow of the momentum. Now, Gabler says his day has been plan A versus plan B, back to A, then to B. It's bounced around, but he thinks... This will put things into focus. Okay. Okay, sir. Now, Cody, apparently he gets more nervous when he's comfortable. They got back and he's like, let's do the rice. And then he's just sitting by the fire pit alone. He wanted to smash rice and then have conversations. Smash rice. I don't like that phrase. Me neither. Because usually when there's something to smash... It involves sexual acts. Yeah. I don't want to do that with rice. Maybe you get lonely on the island. Rice? Ew. <laughs> well, little Ryan will say... Mushy. <laughs> little Ryan will say that he wanted to talk quick so he could catch fish, and he caught 21 fishies. Oh my god, I guarantee you Jeffy got a boner. He, Jeff was literally like 21 <laughs> he, like he just loves the golden boys yeah it's true he's gayer than us almost 
Oh, Ryan isn't feeling comfortable and hopes his bounty will keep him in the game. Janine is not comfortable. No, she's not in the majority. She tried to connect with as many people as possible. And she knows. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Pause. Okay, if please. Ryan feels so uncomfortable, then why was he in the water for three hours instead of strategizing? And he's a dumbass. Yeah. Because he he's really not. thinking old he school does, survivors not, the way it's He doesn't feel uncomfortable, though. He feels so comfortable. Yeah. Well, Janine tried to connect with as many people as possible. She knows that there was never a way to know if someone is telling you the truth. You just got to trust your gut. Cody has learned that the game is a game of centimeters. Misinterpreting one word or one body posture can change the whole outcome, which is very, very true. But Sammy says that they all talk about it, but trust is a fishy word and a crock of crap. The rules are being curved and amended and will continue to be that way until it's civil war. It's crazy chaos. Is that a guarantee, Sammy? Because I need some action. I hope so. I hope so. It is time to vote. And Jeff returns. No idols, no advantage are played. By a vote of nine to two, Janine is voted out with votes for Ryan coming from Janine and Cassidy. So let's talk about it. Miss Felicia, was this the right move? No, they should have gotten rid of Ryan. I agree. This was like, so bad. This is so poorly played. Blank. Um, and again, I know that timing is everything. Windows of opportunity. It's a whole big conversation, and you don't want to upset the majority. But if everyone but is kind the of the majority okay, was right, okay, and it was two, two people. Who right, if two people are so. the ones pushing back, you you can still use yeah. it because you can then swing the other people, including Gabler, Noel um janine and cassidy to make sure it stays on ryan you have the numbers there and then you're putting two other players who are also huge threats in a sense as the minority for the next vote totally but i think these people are so so in tune to this idea that this seven is the seven and yeah and then you have to be on the right side of the 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 majority of the vote like i don't like that unanimous every time me neither I, I feel like the alliances should be fluid in this generation of the game. You can't remain in a single alliance for this long when you, there, there's so much game to play in such short time. You have to be fluid. Yeah. This was an easy vote. I get it. But you have the buffer to make the easy vote happen next week when you have this opportunity. I guarantee Ryan wins next week. Yeah, and Ryan was the easy vote too. Also, could have been an easy vote. The easy vote is actually a threat now. Now, yeah, in the future, he won't be. I mean, if you're talking about athleticism, Mr. James, Janine was out before Ryan. True. I mean, <laughs> I think this is going to set up some people being burned in the long run. I feel like the more you vote out the obvious and a non-established, fully trusted alliance, the less numbers you actually have to pull in later on. Janine is a number for someone later. Mm-hmm. especially for it's a Gabler and Owen uh, Sammy yeah I was Burning surprised Owen was didn't vote with but he wanted again he didn't want to be on the wrong side of the, the numbers yeah you're right um, and that's a dangerous game it's a very very dangerous game set up by two players who really don't know the pulse of the game I think yeah all right I got some burning questions for you are you ready I got some burning answers. What is Janine's legacy? That scab on her chin. You know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, it's that, and it's it's also her just being. I mean, she so she was cool. like a fighter. I thought she was and like easily fooled. 
Yeah. I don't think she had a single vote go her way the entire season. Yeah. All right. Who's in danger, girl? Evan. No, that's not his name. I keep wanting to call him Ryan. 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 Um, James, I think. Yeah, I think if if there is anyone to make a move on, Ryan is an easy vote to make a move. And also James, Cassidy. with everyone knowing about the uh, knowledge of power, you, you knock him out before he can use it. Yeah. And Cody, knock him out if he is really the one dictating things. I don't think he's in danger, though. I don't think he's in danger, but it's an, it's a smart vote. But yeah, definitely. He's been in charge, really, of two votes in a row now. He's, yeah, no, he definitely is. He's he's the one who was the reason why it didn't go to Ryan. So. I don't know that I would be able to vote for him at the end because I don't necessarily respect Cody's game, but he's playing and you got to give him that. He definitely is. Yeah. After eight episodes, the winner of the season is. I think Jesse. I think Jesse's got it. Jesse definitely moves up a lot this week. Um, I don't know what will happen with all the power he has. We've seen people in recent season have so much power and it get burned very fast and very easily. True. And then um, I also see it for what's her name? Carla. 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 Yeah, I think Carla is the sleeper right now. She's playing so smart. She's playing a great social game. Yeah. But as she said, you, the v- jury needs to know how to vote and needs to know why they should vote for you. She's got to do something soon. It's true. It's true. So she's either got to lead a vote or she's got to lead the blind side toward like a James. Yeah. Um, which is possible because we are seeing this weird, weird, weird relationship between her and Sammy, which came out of nowhere. I could see that as a duo that knocks someone out. Yeah, totally. I see that too. But um, yeah, not the best episode, but I feel like this is just like a, the 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 um, prologue to something fun and juicy. Stuff is bubbling. Yeah, you can bubbly bubbling. It. All right, Miss Felicia, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? You can find me on social media on Instagram at Miss Felicia. That's at M I S S F E L L A T I A. Um, you can also find me on Instagram as a boy at T Grunin. That's T G R U N I N, which is also my Venmo. Um, if you ever want to see me do the thing in drag um you can catch me the first wednesday the third thursday of every month i host bingo uh at sycamore in brooklyn come through um yeah all right final stretch it's gonna be fun thanks for being here we're getting to the juice we're getting to the meat i can't wait to see how the season finishes up the biggest thanks to Miss Felicia for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blog talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. 